Welcome to another edition of Focus on the Kingdom. This is Anthony Buzzard inviting you again to search the Scriptures with us as we continue to investigate Jesus' favorite topic, what he called the Gospel or Good News about the Kingdom of God. We've been discussing the fact that Jesus was a preacher of the Kingdom of God. He was a herald of the Kingdom of God. From the very outset of his ministry in Mark chapter 1, verses 14 to 15, right to the time in which he was crucified, and not only that, after his death and resurrection, Jesus continued to be the distinguished herald and preacher of the kingdom of God message, the gospel about the kingdom of God. Now, a disastrously confusing system has hit some American Bible reading circles when it's been proposed that Jesus' gospel of the kingdom ceased to be the gospel after his death and resurrection. Now, there are various theories around as to when that extraordinary difference occurred in the preaching of the gospel, if in fact it did. Some say that at the death of Jesus, the gospel of the grace of God was introduced. A brand new message, in a sense, which was relevant to the Gentiles, but not relevant to the Jews. The theory that is current in many church circles in America, but almost unknown in Europe, is that Jesus was a preacher of the kingdom of God gospel, but that Paul later took what is called the gospel of the grace of God, a different form of the gospel in some sense, and took that gospel of the Gentiles, so that the gospel of the kingdom of God would not now be relevant to the Christian public. And then, as the theory goes, the gospel of the kingdom of God will be preached again after the church has been taken from the earth to heaven at the beginning of the tribulation. Now, that extraordinary theory needs to be examined by all who love the Word of God and treasure the precious truth that's contained within its pages. This theory about two forms of the gospel has had a massive and propagandizing effect upon the American Bible reading public. In a well-known annotated Bible with copious footnotes, many of which are most useful and instructive, known as the Schofield Bible, available certainly as it has been in millions of copies, we read that the gospel was the good news preached by Jesus initially, and at that stage it was the gospel of the kingdom of God. I'm looking now at the notes uh, appended to Revelation chapter 14 and verse 6. I then learned from this note at the text in Revelation 14 verse 6 that Paul introduced the gospel of grace, the gospel of the grace of God. Now, that gospel is said to be about the death and resurrection of Jesus and how we can receive salvation through that fact now. And the text referred to is Acts 20 verse 24, where indeed Paul did say that he'd been preaching the gospel of the grace of God. But then this note in the Schofield Bible on Revelation 14 verse 6 speaks of, and I quote, another aspect of the good news. And that other aspect of the good news is called the gospel of the kingdom. And there's a reference to Matthew 4, verse 23, where indeed we find Jesus preaching the gospel about the kingdom. Now the note in the Schofield Bible goes on to explain what that gospel of the kingdom is. It is, and I quote, the good news that God purposes to set up on the earth the kingdom of Christ, the son of David, in fulfillment of the Davidic covenant, 2 Samuel 7, verse 16. 
And this good news about the kingdom was announced by the Old Testament prophets. There's a reference there to Isaiah 9, verses 6 to 7. And by Jesus Christ at his first coming. And then note this carefully. This gospel of the kingdom, the note says, will be proclaimed during the great tribulation. Did you catch the effect of this astonishing comment on Scripture here? The gospel as Jesus preached it, namely the gospel about the kingdom, which as the note correctly says, is indeed about a gospel of a kingdom coming on the earth. That gospel, according to the theory, was preached by Jesus and will be preached in the tribulation in the future. But you notice the effect of this partitioning of the scriptures that gospel of the kingdom, then, is not now to be heard. It is not now relevant to the Christian believer. According to this theory, the gospel of the kingdom ceased at the death of Jesus, or as some theories say, when Stephen was stoned, and that same gospel of the kingdom will be renewed, but only after the church has been removed at the beginning of the tribulation. Now, this theory about two forms of the gospel needs to be examined with utmost urgency. Is this really what the Scriptures teach, or is there indeed one gospel as it came from the lips of Jesus and as it continued to come from the lips of Paul and the other apostles? I suggest to you that a simple view is the one that coincides with the truth of Scripture. There's absolutely no basis for saying that the gospel of the kingdom ceased to be preached at the death of Jesus or perhaps at the stoning of Stephen. Let me put it to you this way. If you examine Paul's own definition of what he thought he'd been preaching, we'll find that the gospel of the grace of God is exactly the same as the gospel of the kingdom. If you'll open a Bible at Acts chapter 20 and look at verse 24 and verse 25, we'll find here in this important section of Scripture, which is really Paul's farewell statement to the Ephesian elders, that Paul had a very clear idea of what his mission had been all about. In Acts 20, verse 24, he says that he'd been preaching the gospel of the grace of God. And the very next verse he says, As I went about preaching or heralding the kingdom. Now surely we can see that those two things are not different. In the very same breath in which Paul speaks of the gospel of the grace of God, he speaks of it as the heralding of the kingdom. There is no distinction drawn there between the so-called gospel of grace and the gospel of the kingdom, as though those were, according to the Schofield note, different forms of the gospel to be preached at different times in history. That is completely without foundation in our New Testament and needs to be corrected with utmost urgency. It really is most confusing for the Bible-reading public to be told that the gospel as it came from the lips of Jesus is not the gospel that they're supposed to believe now. But that theory, I fear, is deeply rooted in the teaching of many. It needs to be reviewed. It needs to be corrected. It needs to be re-examined in the light of the plain fact that Paul always preached the gospel of the kingdom to Gentiles as well as to Jews. That's an easy fact to establish. In Acts 20, verse 25, Paul described his whole ministry as a ministry of heralding the kingdom. And in Acts 28, Verses 23 and 31, we'll find that Paul first took the gospel of the kingdom, the very same gospel as it came from the lips of Jesus, the gospel of the kingdom to the Jews. By divine appointment, you'll find in Acts 28, verse 23, Paul assembled a number of Jewish people in his hired house 
and spoke to them about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. And when some of those Jews refused to believe what Paul was saying, he then said, towards the end of the book of Acts, the very last chapter, in fact, he said, I'm going to take this same salvation to the Gentiles, and they will hear. Now, Paul made absolutely no distinction, such as is made by the Schofield Bible. Paul did not say, well, this gospel of the kingdom of God, of course, is for the Jews, but I'm going to take a different gospel or a different form of the gospel, the gospel of grace to the Gentiles. No, on the contrary, he said, this salvation, the very same salvation message which he just finished delivering to the Jews, that was the message that he was about to take to the Gentiles. There we have it then in Acts 28, for all to see with plain clarity in Acts 28, verses 30 and 31, Paul welcomed those who came to his house in Rome and he was proclaiming and solemnly testifying the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus for two years without any hindrance. I'm convinced that it is not a difficult matter to see that the kingdom of God gospel pervades the New Testament from the beginning of the ministry of Jesus right through to the end of the book of Revelation. There is only one gospel. It's the gospel as Jesus preached it. Now, of course, the facts about the death and resurrection of Jesus were added to the original gospel, but the gospel of the kingdom was never subtracted from the gospel. The gospel of the death and resurrection is not the entire gospel. Paul preached the kingdom. Jesus preached the kingdom. Philip preached the kingdom in Acts 8:12. There's no reason at all to suppose that any change occurred in the content of the saving message. And after all, in discussing the saving message, we're talking about the Christian faith itself. Any partitioning or dividing or distinction-making in this vital gospel of the kingdom, the gospel message, is bound to be detrimental to our understanding. It interferes with the sacred creative message of God, the creative tool which is to produce in us now the germ of immortality and immortality fully gained in the resurrection at the second coming of Jesus. Let me make my point, if I may, absolutely clear from Acts chapter 20. In this fine summary of Paul's ministry, we have the key to the Pauline gospel, to the message of Christianity as Paul envisaged it. I want you to see whether this is in any way different from the message which Jesus preached. Now, I grant, of course, that the death and resurrection of Jesus were not preached by him. So to that extent, the Pauline gospel is different but I want us also to see that the kingdom of God is the base of Jesus' message and the kingdom of God is equally the base of Paul's message. In Acts 20, verse 21, Paul said that he had been solemnly testifying to both Jews and Greeks of repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus' Messiah. And faith, of course, means not only believing that Jesus died for you and rose from the dead, but believing in what Jesus believed, believing in his teachings, believing in his gospel. In verse 24, Paul said that he wanted to finish his course, the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus, to testify solemnly of the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold, I know that all of you among whom I went about preaching the gospel of the kingdom, heralding the kingdom, all of you will see my face no more. Verse 27, Paul says, I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose of God. And then he says that savage wolves will enter in among them, not sparing the flock. 
and even from among themselves there would be false teachers arising who in verse 30 would speak perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Distorting the gospel, confusing the issue of the gospel, Paul warned against this. He told them in verse 31 to be on, a, on the alert, remembering that night and day for a period of three years I did not cease to admonish each one of you with tears. And now in verse 32 he concludes, I now commend you to God and to the word of his grace, the gospel of the grace of God, the word of the kingdom, as it was defined in verse 25. I commend you to the word of God's grace, which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance. And that, of course, is the inheritance of the future kingdom among all those who are sanctified or being sanctified. There it is in black and white. Paul's gospel is in no way different from Jesus' gospel in respect of its foundational basic thesis. Namely, it's a gospel about the coming kingdom of God and how you can take part in that coming kingdom as a co-regent with Jesus in order to rule the nations and to supervise a new world of unparalleled prosperity and peace that will pervade this entire planet when Jesus returns to conquer the evil governments of our present world systems and establish the messianic peace on the earth by sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem as all the prophets have predicted. We have some literature we'd like to offer you for your own personal Bible study at home. I've authored a book on the coming kingdom. The title of this book is The Coming Kingdom of God, A Solution to the Riddle of the New Testament. Call us for your free copy of this book at the telephone number to be given at the end of this program. Meanwhile, join us again as we continue to investigate Jesus' favorite topic, the gospel about the kingdom of God.